Welcome to Sacred Cows, a podcast where we ask the age-old question, why do we do what we do? My name is Daniel. And I'm Bria. And each week we will look at life or family or the church and ask questions to help us as we journey through life together. So grab your favorite caffeinated beverage and come and chat with us. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Sacred Cows. We are back. We are back. We've had a little hiatus yeah not the word i think it's oh well it was not a summer. sabbatical because it was <laughs> no. not a rest summer yeah. summer summer happened we which means kids. all the kids were home and the three boys were home and yeah there's just some things we value more than other things yes and there are some things that we could take off our plate and some yes. things we couldn't you can't yeah. take kids off your plate you, you can't no matter how much you try how much you try you can't happen. and bribe the grandparents. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't work. But we're really excited to be back. We Absolutely. really enjoy doing this. And really, the point of Sacred Cows, or the reason we called it Sacred Cows, yeah. I guess. Just for a reminder. Is we want to tackle the hard topics of the Christian faith. Yeah. And what it has to do with all aspects of our lives, um, in the church, in our marriage, in mm. parenting, in homes, just in life in general. We want yeah. to talk about the things that... Sometimes we don't talk about yep. the things that we should be asking the word why right. more. Right. Why do we do this? Yeah. Why is that set up the way that is? Why do why? we believe this? Of course. Of why course. do we do all of these things? Yeah. We ask that question a lot. So join with us on this journey. Ask the question. And we are on, I think you said it. Did you say it? The third season. We are. We're on, we're our, on our third, third season. season. So check out our first two seasons mm-hmm. and then have a listen. Yeah. Or you can just start now. That's you know, true. it's up to you. We don't care. Freedom. Yep. Freedom of podcasting. <laughs> you didn't know where I was going to go there. No. You got a little scared. Uh, I was, yeah, didn't you? I was good. Yeah. The freedom to podcast. Also, if you hear a dog and a cat, again, we've made some really poor decisions in our lives. <laughs> um, we both are slightly introverted, which means we... Uh, well, one is more, more slightly than the other one. We'll leave that up to your imagination. Yeah. Um, which means we kind of like fill ourselves with being alone. But we just keep having kids and buying animals, and it's yeah. um, our own punishment for our, the consequences of our decisions. Yeah. But it's We've fine. raised our own army. We have. And, army. Um, is army the right word? I think it's a, and like, I, I think it's an upside down circus? hierarchy. I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, I like that. It's good. <laughs> yes. We are all clowns. But today, we just want to keep it um, short and sweet and really show you what it's going why listen why listen yeah, to this exactly. season what's the purpose and we're looking at expectations that's this what season. all season three is going to be focusing on expectations of a whole slew of things we have some fun topics we that do, we want that to we're cover very looking forward to talking yeah. to you about and when he says very looking forward to it he means the topic of sex <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like that song. It makes a, me uncomfortable. It's a great song. It's okay. Uh, we're going to be talking about that. Yeah. We're going to be talking about marriage. We're going to be talking about parenting. We're going to talk about spiritual leaders. Yeah. Um, what else did we have? Cultural stuff, politics stuff, yeah. maybe, possibly. Stuff that, stuff that 
we need to talk about more, but mm-hmm. I don't know if we know how to bring it up. So mm-hmm. like training children, mm-hmm. theology, mm-hmm. siblings, relationship with your siblings, mm-hmm. <gasps> the big ones, sacraments. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to um, talk about today just like what's the point? Why are expectations Absolutely. important? Why are we going to focus a whole season on expectations? And we have three reasons. And the first one came to us very, very quickly. Expectations make or break relationships. Yep. And it's that's that's just simple. not and not just marriage relationships. No, every single every single relationship, relationship. Every relationship in the church, um, in the world, maybe even yep. more so than anything in the church. Yes, for sure. Um, kids, parents, school, work, um, sibling relationships, family relationships, friend relationships, whatever yep. thing you define as a relationship, whether we realize it or not, expectations really, really make or break it. Yep. And it, for the simplest reason, right? If I have a different expectation than you have mm-hmm. or my friend has a different expectation of me than I have things get confusing absolutely feelings get hurt um, relationships break <laughs> because yeah. we don't feel like it's worth the effort yeah. um, expectations really really make or break relationships yeah. so that tells me then it's really worth the conversation it is it's really worth if you value a relationship or you see it as something to pursue something to carry forward that uh-huh. it's not just a hey how are you doing today uh-huh. but it's maybe it's a little bit more than that you know about their family or uh-huh. anything like that it's worth having the conversation about the role expectations right. in the relationship right and expectations it's not something to gloss over totally and expectations are one of those things that like it's like a rock in your shoe right you don't really realize it's there until like they pile up <laughs> like a like a, a miscommunication of an expectation is what I'm trying to say. Yes. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times in our relationship. So in a marriage relationship, when we have a fight, it's about like the, what starts the fight is the stupidest thing in the world. Yeah. Because that's not I. the real. That's it's not the usually real it's reason. not the real issue we're fighting. You expect me to wash the cheese knife before I put it back in the drawer. We just talked about this. However, like five minutes ago. This is. This is like real, like this is live <laughs> happening happens, right now. It life. is. You expect me to wash that and sometimes I forget or yes. sometimes I just don't do it because I'm lazy and I will totally admit that. Why? However, that's for another day. <laughs> However, um, <laughs> you did not get mad at me this time. No. But if there was something else underlying, sure. like, and all of a sudden we're fighting over a cheese knife, yeah. I think like obviously in our hopefully adult minds, we can realize very quickly this is not about a cheese knife. This is about some sort of expectation that maybe yes. we're going to share the load of the house or yes. that we're going to be responsible for our thing. Like whatever it is, it seems silly, right? Yep. But whatever it is, there's a deeper issue. So when we say that expectations make yes. or break a relationship, it's it really does. Now, gentlemen, uh, husbands, fathers that are listening, don't mm-hmm. take that as whenever you get into a fight with your wife mm-hmm. or your your spouse – that there's always an underlying reason for something to happen. Sometimes she just really doesn't like you that much. Yeah, sometimes and I sometimes, just want to put the cheese knife Sometimes <laughs> I'm the reason for this. There's no undergirding or underlying, well, oh, you're stressed about this or your mother's coming. And like, and <laughs> Tell any, my mother anything like that. And, and to be honest with you, whoever's listening to this, I'm still a work in progress. Mm-hmm. In, we all are. I'm still a work in progress when it comes to that because mm-hmm. – I don't like it's not taking responsibility is not what it is. I don't, don't I don't like, like thinking out. I don't like thinking I'm the problem. Right, right. Let's say that. Right. I don't like thinking I'm the problem. So of course my mind is going to go to well, if I'm not the problem, Obviously then something is. else must be the problem, totally. right? We can't look in a mirror and see ourselves as as the problem. And mm-hmm. so I'm a work in progress with that, but that all has to do with mm-hmm. expectations. It does. So for example, 
Bria's probably at a point where she expects when something like that happens, I'm going to go down a rabbit hole of uh-huh. all the things that maybe I think mm-hmm. are causing Bria to, to be, upset. be upset. When really, as her husband, I should take her word when she says, no, this is right now. Like, mm-hmm. this is just, I didn't like that you did this right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be so much easier? If, it would. It, and wouldn't you, it? And now it's recorded. So the next time it happens. Yeah. Darn. <laughs> That's the only reason we do this it's podcast. Like sending stuff so we can email. have evidence. Now, now it's, in, now it's in like a paper copy. Now there's evidence yeah. of it. Moving on. But no, but and that goes on perfectly to our next point too. Because expectations help us understand each other's value yes. and understand it sets precedent. So it makes or breaks relationships. Yep. And then it also helps us to understand what we value and it mm-hmm. sets precedent. Mm-hmm. For basically how people can treat us. Right. Exactly. Yes. And it's really kind of both of them, right? If I'm setting so we're on this topic of, of our marriage and yeah. and talking about these things, which is totally fine. But if I have that expectation that you are always going to go down the rabbit hole of all the reasons why I'm upset. Yeah. Um, it also sets the precedent too, right? That I'm going to assume and expect that to happen. That's right. And all of a sudden we've set this precedent in the way that we fight or the way that we communicate to each other. And we have to go through like all of these steps because that's just what we do. That's right. And that's just the precedent. So when it happens differently, Mm -hmm. that's the odd duck that makes you go, no, that's not real. Right. Because that's not the, that's not the precedent that was set. Right. That's not, even though one of us, Bria or myself are in a relationship, anyone that's listening that you have, Mm -hmm. you could be really trying to make a change Mm -hmm. in your relationship. But that precedent. And this is the first step of, you know what, I'm not going to bring this any further like right. i'm gonna stop this fight and say yeah you know what i was the issue i'm, I'm sorry about right. that that's the odd duck because the precedent has been set mm-hmm. that the rabbit holes are already going mm-hmm. down yep and it also shows me as your wife that you value a few things well you value a lot of things but it also shows me that you value like communication like me actually telling you what the issue is it shows me that you value um the responsibility that you already have. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like the responsibility that you shoulder to to listen and try and fix. You're off. You're very much a fixer, and and that's part yeah. of it too. Is you listen Enneagram and, and you want to fix, Paula. right? So you go down the rabbit hole and like here's all the things I can fix. But that's something that you value. You value being able to help others and I'm not, I'm very solution focused. Very. Thank you. You yes. that that's what you value. So it also helps me when you realize <laughs> understand the things that you value, and yeah. when I understand the things that you value or my friends value or even my kids value right when i under the people in the church when i understand what they value it helps me understand the person that's right a little bit more yep as well right yeah i would have thought expectations would have but but this is this is the entire thing and then we can move on to the next topic yep and this is why and i know a lot of people don't like to look at it this i will get to the it in a moment i promise um (laughs) first impressions this is why a lot of people are like, well, first impressions shouldn't matter anymore. They should accept me as a person first. Mm-hmm. And then that's it, which is which is true. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think there's that uh, there's the reason we, we've had, I don't know how, I don't know if it's biblical or not, Bria, you can mm-hmm. correct me. The whole idea of, of first impressions, mm-hmm. it's you're setting the precedent. Mm-hmm. You're setting the precedent right away. Yeah. This is who I am. Yeah. And this, this is, is how I'm you can treat me. To be. And this is, yes. And this is. This is who I want you to expect to show up to a room every day. Right, right. And that's why it's so hard. I, I don't. It's so 
I'll say hard to go, let's say, into a new situation. So we work for the Salvation Army. Right. We get moved around. Right. We don't know where we're going mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, and you show up, and this is why it's so important that you know, first of all, number one, who you are in Christ. Right. That's first and foremost. Right. That you're loved, you're accepted, you're mm-hmm. adored, you're a mm-hmm. co-heir. Mm-hmm. Um, and also with that, to know who you are as who God created you to be. Right. What did he, what gifts and abilities exactly. and everything that you Because the worst thing do. the worst thing is when you show up and it's you put on this facade right. or you try to be what everyone expects you to be. Yeah. That's the oh we're yeah, I can't. Expectations. I could, speaking of rabbit hole, I mean, I could go down I that know. hole so because deep. Because in that situation, we're assuming that people are expecting certain things yes. of us, or yes. we're assuming that we're expected to act a certain way. That's right. And we're trying to. We just had uh, this conversation. Um, like I had this conversation with a few friends this weekend. Is about like the expectations and the false expectations that we set on ourselves. I have decided that from now on, I will introduce myself in this way because I did it once and it was a great icebreaker okay. and it set the expectation yeah. for people. I am, yes, I'm a Christian leader. Yes, I'm in a certain position, but I ain't perfect. Not going to happen. Never going to until I hit the pearly gates. Yep. But now I just like saying, hi, I'm Bria. And once I threw a tambourine at my husband, yeah, <laughs> it breaks the ice. I don't, th- I think he ducked. I don't think it I, hit you, I but I was definitely aiming but what, for your head. But would I remember if it did hit me in the head? <laughs> I would but hear a large, a, a large tingy I'm sound. I'm not saying that because I'm sh- I know I'm laughing, but I'm not saying that because I think it's funny or because I'm proud of it. Or, or, or we value spousal or abuse. Or we value, <laughs> we value tambourines. I don't yeah. know. I'm saying that because I want people to have proper expectations of me and who I am. And my and you're going to be real. My ability, yes, I'm going to be real. I'm not going to yeah. dance around on topic. I'm not going to pretend that I'm something I'm not. And as soon as we hit those proper expectations and you see what I value and I've set that precedent, yes. then the relationship, all of a sudden, these expectations are not going yes. to make and break. or not going to break the relationship. It's going to make it, right? And, and, so. that's, and that's a big thing we forget as well about precedents and expectations mm-hmm. is – organizationally, mm-hmm. we need to understand, like I said, we work for the Salvation Army, mm-hmm. but this is across any mm-hmm. organization. Um, organizationally, we need to understand that uh, expectations and precedent creates organizational culture. Right. So they very... Or family culture. Exactly. Or relationship yep. culture. Yep. Because we need to understand that these expectations help bring out usually the worst mm. Of an organizational culture. Mm -hmm. Instead of getting to know someone or getting to know them a little bit more, now we have these expectations that this is how they're supposed to act. And when they don't, something's wrong with them. Instead of developing the relationships. And then when you have multiple individuals within the same organization that feel that way, but don't really, I'm not going to say the nerve, but Mm -hmm. don't go out of their way to develop the relationship with the one that they're having the expectation with. Mm -hmm. That's that's the foundation for organizational culture. Yep. Yep. Or they expect me to act a certain way because I'm a mom. Or they expect yes. you to act a certain yep. way because you play video games. Can we be real? Or you, do you know what I that mean? They like, expect you to act a certain way because you're the female officer. Right. right. I'm the male officer. Right. I act a right. certain way. L- right. Let's be real. The male officer preaches on Sunday, mm-hmm. is... is Happy and fun with everyone. The 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 female officer leads women's ministries. Really good at making coffee, which I really don't. good. Yes, or or doing the the offertory prayer mm-hmm. or the prayer before scripture the reading. the scripture reading. Mm-hmm. Female officers always like they should be on spot with their scripture. Reading. 
And y'all listening to me going, really? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> See, because you expect certain things. Yeah. The expectations quickly became Reality. the culture. Yeah, yeah. And we, although I mean, this is another conversation for another day, of course. Yes. Although we believe that God um, has created us, obviously all equal, equal value, equal worth. We believe that we are also all members of the body of Christ. And if you look in Corinthians, it talks yes. about some of us are hands, and some of us are feet, and some of us and, and a hand and a foot. Everything is needed to yes. make the body function. Yep. We all have a different role. Uh, we personally, Daniel and Bria, I'm speaking for you, don't believe that many of those roles have to be specifically gendered i don't do the laundry because i'm female i do the laundry because that's just how we've balanced it out yeah daniel absolutely. does all the cooking which yes. has like traditionally would be like oh my gosh Maria, i should do the cooking do you understand there's certain yep. roles that don't have to be gendered per se mm-hmm. and unfortunately sometimes that's what we do a lot but i don't in the church that's right and, and i also don't believe that everyone can do all the things no i can't cook and I mean, I know it sounds like the silliest thing, but sometimes if we hadn't had this conversation, back to point number one, the make or break relationship, yes, yeah. if we hadn't had this conversation and you hadn't tasted the meatballs where I like doubled the vinegar and they were disgusting. Mm, my taste buds are still shot from that. <laughs> you didn't have that. You, I would be expected to cook because I'm the female. And then all True. of a sudden yep. we would eat horribly for 10 years mm. but we would never have the conversation because i'm the female and i should do it do you understand what i'm absolutely. saying absolutely we yep. do that in the world and in our churches a lot where we're forced to do certain roles because of our position yes. or because of our gender maybe i don't know just because yeah we've never had the conversation about expectations we're forced to do it and it makes us miserable and we're eating gross meatballs yep. all the time yep. because we're not having the conversation of i'm not good at this mm. And just because of who I am or how God created me or what whatever the fill in the blank is, I'm expected to do this. Hmm. I'm, I'm not good at it. And it's not working yeah. out. And it's not going to work out for the whole body because of the foot doesn't know how to be a foot yeah. <laughs> and is not doing that function well, then we're not going to be able to walk. Exactly. I, I, again, I, it's oversimplifying it, but it's giving you kind of the that's right behind it. Which kind of leads into our last point, which mm-hmm. is what what does scripture say about expectations now right. and i'm not going to we're not going to sit here right now and and read you scripture that has to do with expectations but really the overarching idea of with scripture and expectations is um expectations are important because they deepen our faith mm-hmm. and they deepen our relationship with jesus mm-hmm. so they make or break relationships uh it helps us understand our own values the values of others and mm-hmm. it sets a precedent mm-hmm. and it deepens our faith and our relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus. I mean, in the simplest way, right? If if you're a Christian and you've read through the gospel, we expect that Jesus is coming back. Yes. <laughs> That's like the grandest the, expectation. Right. We all as Christians. We expect it. And some of us yes. would say we know and, and I would be one of those people. We, yeah, I, we I believe fully. Absolutely. But we expect. We expect Jesus is going to come back. Because that's the expectation that yes. that was left for us in the scripture. But that deepens my faith. Of course. I expect that maybe you're not going to get mad at me anymore for not cleaning the cheese knife. <laughs> Do you understand? But yes. it, it's going to de- – you still have to have that 
step in faith when you're making an expectation because I can't control you. I don't know if you're going to get mad or not. Mm. I'm taking that step in faith. And I know I'm not comparing you to God whatsoever, but that's just how it deepens our faith in God and each other and our trust in God and each other where I I have this expectation. You told me about it. God wrote about it Mm. in the scripture or my friend told me that, yes, I'm going to follow through on this expectation. Now me as the recipient of that, really has to step out in faith and trust that Jesus is going to show, yes, show up again. Absolutely. Or that this relationship is, is going to or work wh- out. When we do X, Y, and Z, when we pray, right. that our prayers will be heard right. and answered. Maybe right. sometimes no, but right. that's still an answer. And that's right? the, yeah, and that's kind of the last thing that we want to talk about is, is the expectations that are not placed or aligned with scripture. So if I expect that God, I'm going to pray for a cake, a chocolate cake, and it's just going to magically appear in my hands, nothing in the scripture says yeah. that things will, God will magically appear my wants, you know, not my needs, right. but my wants yeah. in my hands. When I have this expectation that that's going to happen and it's not, doesn't happen, yes. um, it's, it's not properly aligned with scripture and biblical values, those things can quickly become our idols. Yes. We can put quickly become um, little Jesuses in our lives where we have this high, high, high expectation that's not at all grounded in scripture, but I still have this mm. high, high, high expectation. And that's where I'm putting all my faith in. That's right. And that's what I'm putting all my trust in instead mm. of putting my faith and trust in God. And unfortunately, a lot of the times when we have that, that misplacing or mm-hmm. the misaligning mm-hmm. is when we completely take the scripture out of context. Mm-hmm. And we just look at it and we're like, oh my goodness, it's like the it's like the writer wrote that just for me. Mm-hmm. No, there was a whole people they were mm-hmm. probably writing to mm-hmm. that was going through something very specific yeah. at a very specific point in time. You're thinking of Jeremiah 29.11. I'm thinking of Jeremiah 29.11, <laughs> yes. And I'm thinking of the where two or three are gathered uh, in his name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's very specific what that's about, but yeah. we like to just claim it as something yeah. that it's not. Yeah. Which means... We've made an idol out of it. Right. I mean, we're God claiming has, something for something that it's not. Right. God has plans for us. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't not have plans for us. But what we miss when we don't read the context of that scripture is that those plans don't come easy. Yes. <laughs> we don't just sit around in a corner and wait until this magically happens. That's right. right. We, there's there's tough stuff that we have to go through. There's hard things that we have to go through. He still has plans for us. But when those expectations for his plans are not aligned with the reality of scripture, That's right. we can be really disappointed and, and our faith can be shaken. Absolutely. And the Matthew eighteen twenty, where it's, you know, um, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Mm-hmm. What that has to do with is... Um, it's a spiritual leadership and mm. bringing. What's the word I'm Somebody looking for? Somebody who's done something wrong, like discipline. Yes, sorry, discipline, discipline word. in yeah. the church. Yeah, that's what that's what it's about, right. and it's part of that whole disciplinary process, right. In the church, yeah. How and you're supposed to approach somebody? Exactly, who is, yeah. exactly. But we talk so about it for prayer. We talk about it for prayer, <laughs> which is like, not wrong. That's right, but in the context that the scripture is, right. It's discipline in the church, right. So it's so important, it's so important that our expectations specifically of our faith and of God and what he does in our life are properly aligned with what it says in the scripture. And the only way that they will be properly aligned with scripture is if we read it. Yes. And if we read it to understand and to learn and Mm. to be able to grow in in our Christian faith. Yeah. Yeah. So as we look through kind of our topics of expectations um obviously i, I think I, I could be wrong here please please correct me if i'm wrong but mm-hmm. i think 
like for example, I'll use the example of our topic of spiritual leadership. Mm -hmm. There'll probably be some personal things that we say, you know, for our spiritual leaders, we expect. Mm -hmm. And, and to kind of say me as Daniel, here's my expectations. Mm -hmm. I could be completely wrong, but until someone tells me I'm wrong, (laughs) that's my expectation. Right. Uh, and I think for a lot of these, when we go through it's we need to understand you could have whoever's listening could have a completely different list of expectations mm-hmm. in regards to them. Mm-hmm. Maybe some match up, maybe mm-hmm. they don't, mm-hmm. but we're going to speak from our perspective mm-hmm. and our expectations. Mm-hmm. And not only that, the, the expectations that we want others to have on us mm-hmm. as spiritual leaders, as church leaders, as mm-hmm. Daniel and Bria, as us as husband and wife, as mother and father, mm-hmm. um, as yeah. Jesus followers, as Jesus followers. Yeah, great. So follow along this season; it'll be fun. You absolutely never know what's going to come out of Daniel's mouth. Yeah. Uh, my words are always well thought through. Um, <laughs> I'm not touching <laughs> that one. I'm not touching that one. <laughs> Daniel, yeah. not so much. Um, no, he's a wonderful human being. Um, Thank you. So- <laughs> So nice. More evidence. More evidence for the toolkit. Um, So yeah, join us this season. We're going to be talking about expectations of a whole slew of things. And we're so excited to um, talk about those things with you. Thanks so much for listening. Please remember to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And remember, as 1 Corinthians 14.33 says, For God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. May you find that peace in your questioning.